Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day. So honored to be connecting in with you. And during this month, the month of September, we've been talking about a few things. We've been talking about balance. How do we fall into balance as we're transitioning from the summer to the fall? How, how do we do that in a way that's natural and supportive instead of trying to force it and make it happen? How do we find that rhythm in our life. And then we've also been talking about brilliance. How do we step forward and shine in our brilliance? How do we claim that? How do we move forward and share out the brilliance that each of us have, our gifts, our talents, our abilities, those things that are amazing about us? How do we bring those forward? Today, we're going to be looking at the conversation from a global perspective. And we're going to be looking at how important it is that we reach around the world, that we travel, that we find a balance in that, that we form connections, that we are aware of what's going on in the world and around the world. And what is our balance in that? Where do we fit? Where are we growing? Where are we learning? Where are we touching different parts of the world? And what is our balance in all of that? I want to really honor each of you leaning in and connecting today and to receive everything that is here for you. And I know there is something here for you today by the very nature that you are tuning in. It's not by accident that you stumbled across our show, (laughs) that you chose to be here and there is something for you in our conversation. So be willing to be fully present, to receive everything that is here for you to receive. Choose to be present, open, eyes and ears and heart open to receive everything that will support you to find your balance in the conversation, to receive that information, encouragement, support that can help you on your journey to live on purpose and with great purpose. So let's take a breath as we connect in. Wonderful. Those of you driving, please inwardly lean in, but keep your eyes open, both hands on the wheel, no texting and driving, but you're setting the intention to be present to receive everything that is here for you. Those of you who are able to put both feet on the floor, feel it supporting you. Sit back in your chair. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Then breathe. See actually how big you can make your belly. A little more. And then out through your mouth. Like through a straw. Great. Keep breathing. This kind of breath helps bring you present. It helps you release stress and cortisol. Those cortisol levels, we can bring those lower When we have less stress and we have more oxygen, we have clearer thinking and we're more able to receive, be peaceful, balanced, and ready to make great decisions and receive everything that is here for us. So keep breathing. It's powerful breathing. 
Wonderful. And as you're breathing and enjoying this beautiful moment of pausing and bringing oxygen into your life, into your spirit, please put one hand on your heart, one hand on your head, bringing you all in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Keep breathing. Close your eyes. You're absolutely safe. Wonderful. And in this space, feeling that beat of your heart. Take a moment and feel in. What is it that you need today? What is it that will encourage you, empower you, uplift you, particularly around balance and looking at the world? Right now, we are connected around the world in over 140 countries in this very moment as we stop, pause, breathe and connect in so as we globally connect what is it that you need today that you are willing to receive because you absolutely have choice what is it that you need and are willing to receive let's identify that please note I'm not saying how (laughs) we're not talking about how We're talking about identifying what it is that you need and are willing to receive real time today. Beautiful. Receive that information. Take a breath. Come back into the room. Eyes open, fully present. Beautiful. And take a moment to write down what was laid on your heart what it is that you need and are willing to receive. It's so easy to get distracted, to forget, to move on to that next shiny thing or get busy in doing things that we can actually miss the answer to that need because we're distracted. And instead, I'd love to start co-creating that, bringing it into reality by writing it down so you're actively on the lookout to receive that. And in fact, you're looking forward to being wonderfully surprised at the creative way that need will be met that you never saw coming, you never even anticipated. But you're actively looking out there ready to receive. Beautiful. Let's take another breath. Wonderful. And what we're going to do is we're going to connect and go around our virtual room here. We have two amazing guests with us today that are doing this heart pause, this heart meditation with us. They're going to support us in finding balance and exploring at how are we interacting with the world around us? And what does that mean? And what is our our balance in all of that? Where do we fit? So they're going to help us look at that and get support around the ways we could perhaps be looking at the world and finding our balance and our brilliance in that. And so as we go around the room, I'm going to ask each to share when we stopped and paused for a moment, what was laid on their heart? And listen in and see if this adds another layer to what was laid on yours. And with that, John, I'd love for you to start. What was laid on your heart? You know, the... The first thing that I thought about was that oftentimes when I feel overwhelmed, it's as if I'm walking on banana peels. 
you know, mm. just kind of sliding mm. around. Yeah. And and perhaps perhaps balance for me. I can't really speak for anybody else because this is this is really an individual pursuit on trying to find balance. But for me, I'm always trying to balance introspection. In other words, inward direction. Um, I guess the the uh, lunatic fringe of that would be just staring at your own navel all the time, and outward direction in uh, which which could be like service above self, you know, being being outside of yourself, serving your church, serving your community, serving global projects, and so on, and getting that balance correctly. And I, I I had this image as as my eyes were closed of being in the choppy seas. And sometimes it's better to, to grab onto a buoy than it is a fellow swimmer for, for stability. And, um, and those buoys can take different forms. But for me, it happens to be uh, service projects that I do. And, um, and so it's, it's, it's quite an quite a interesting exercise that you had us go through. But that's what I, that's what I was thinking when I, when I was meditating there for a moment. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate the thoughts that dropped into your heart and spirit in that image. Um, really powerful. Thank you. And then Terry, I'd love to see what was placed on your heart and spirit when we took a moment to stop, pause, and listen. Well, I am generally a very anxious person. Um, I... I run my blood pressure up. I worry about things that are beyond my control. Um, the title of my book is No Accident. Um, I think my children were very uh, well prepared to travel, but I was a nervous wreck the year they were gone. And um, I think that has that changed me. I'm still um, kind of a nervous person. But when you asked us to close our eyes and take a deep breath, I... Um, actually needed that at the moment because mm. not because of this talk this conversation but I think uh, one of the things that makes me anxious in life is um, is uh, social media and and technology and I've been doing a lot of that for the past few days trying to um, let my friends and, and and family know that I was going to be on this really wonderful show Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got me keyed up. So I don't usually actually breathe. I, you know, I have some techniques. Actually, one of the things that relaxes me tremendously is to write. Mm. If I could just write and not have to um, broadcast what I've written. But when you spend so much time on a book or a project, you do want people to know about it. And you can't just close the computer and, and walk away from it. Yes. So it, it was just kind of a... Um, uh, a real-life um, practical um, issue that came to me that um, I'm, I'm an anxious person and I, um, I need to just kind of catch my breath here a minute and enjoy the moment. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing so authentically and, and transparently, and I'm sure there are a lot of listeners that um, can connect and identify with what you're sharing as well. So I appreciate you um, stopping and pausing and sharing with us. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, listeners, 
We are now getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do this, I want to invite you to stay present as the beautiful commercials are playing in the background with information and updates and things we want you to be aware of. Really stay present. Resist the urge to run off and do things on the to-do list. Give yourself the gift of these next two minutes to stop, pause, breathe, and listen and hear what is being spoken into your heart, into your spirit. And relax. You get to just be. (laughs) And we'll be continuing our conversation in two minutes. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. 
Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes that you really gave yourself that opportunity to stop and breathe and be present. I think we often forget to do that in the hustle and bustle of life. And it can make such a difference on how we perceive things, how we see things, the decisions that we make. We can come from a much more balanced and place of alignment alignment when we remember to stop, pause, and breathe, even if it's just for 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, and it can make a profound shift in how we get to be in our life. So I encourage you to do that. We're going to have opportunities throughout our show so that you can really process on a cellular level what's being spoken to your heart and spirit. Instead of adding it to the to-do list, you actually get to incorporate it into your life. So welcome back. We are talking with two amazing experts as we're looking at finding balance and adding to that a global perspective. How are we looking at the world and finding our place and balance in that? So um, our first guest that I'm really excited to introduce to you is an author, and her name is Terry Baker Mulligan. And in fact, she has a book that's going to be coming out on October 9th. I want everyone to mark that on your calendar, because when the book is released, she's going to be offering it for a special $1 rate for the first 24 to possibly 48 hours. And as you listen to her and you resonate with her, I want everyone to have an opportunity to lean into that. So make sure to put October 9th on your calendar. Let me share a little bit more about Terry. She is a former teacher, award-winning author, wife, and mother. She lives in the Midwest and was born and raised in New York City. She has been privileged to travel to five continents and on five continents and believes travel brings us together. She instilled this passion and love for travel in her two sons so much that they have now backpacked through 34 countries on three continents, which has inspired her soon-to-be-released book on October 9th, These Boys Are Killing Me, Travels and Travails with Sons Who Take Risks. (laughs) Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful Terry Baker Mulligan to the show. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, you are so welcome. I'm thrilled to have you joining us today. And I'd love to start our conversation with why. Why do you believe it is traveling that can really bring us together? Why do you feel that's important um, that we all do some traveling. Well, I think I'll start with my first big travel experience. Um, when I was a junior in college, my college had a junior year abroad program, and I was very um, uncertain about going because it was in a small town in Austria, uh, Bregenz, Austria. And... Um, this was in 1964. This was 20, less than 20 years uh, of, after the war. I think mm-hmm. it, well, maybe, yeah, the war ended in 46. And I went to school with a lot of Jewish children, Jewish kids, and they would not go to Germany or Austria. So I'm wondering, why should I do it? My mother encouraged me, and it was the best thing in the world. I mean, I, I saw that, Everybody was not a Nazi. In fact, I never saw a Nazi to my knowledge. Um, I got to see the Mona Lisa from like 
two feet away before, you know, all the crowds and the glass and the, and the security and the, um, you know, the, the worry about people defacing it. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a wonderful world then, and um, I, I, I mean, there were just so many experiences. I could take a whole hour telling you about that. But then my sons did the same kind of thing. They, they had traveled a little bit before their big backpacking trips. And I'm not sure how, how much time you want on one question, but one son was in Egypt on 9-11. Yes. And it was hard to get in touch with him, so I had to wait until... He didn't have cell phones. This was kind of in 2001, before cell phones were so common. He finally contacted me by email and said, Mom, you can't believe... I mean, I can't believe, you know, what has happened. You know, who would do this kind of thing? And why would they even think such a thing should be done? Like... And then mm-hmm. he said, but so many uh, Egyptians, Moroccans, Bedouins, Westerners, uh, Sudanese are coming up to me because they know I'm an American and they are expressing their sympathy and their sorrow for what happened to our country. Mm-hmm. Now, so many people hate Muslims and my son, he didn't anyway because he knew they were good Muslims. But that's the kind of thing that you learn when you travel. The Beautiful people who stuff. you fear are, you know, are not all bad. Very few of them are, in fact. I appreciate you sharing that, and I love um, how your perspective and theirs um, were expanded, and perhaps the perception um, shifted when faced with the reality and um, being there and interacting with people and um, realizing what were fears and, and not really based in reality and instead connecting as people um, heart to heart and having that rich opportunity and experience and how beautiful to have an outpour of love and support like that that your son experienced. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I appreciate you sharing and a little bit about some of your your growth and some of your experience in traveling. And I'd like for you to share a little bit about your forthcoming book, why you were led to write it and, and what we can kind of look forward to experiencing in it. Um, as I said, my, my sons uh, were traveling without cell phones because it was just so expensive to have a cell phone, especially to make an international call. And they did a pretty good job. And these were young men. They were grown men recently out of college and had been working a few years. They went at, at, at different times and took different itineraries. So there's so much. There's a wonderful map in the front of my book that shows um, all the countries and the um, directions that they went, Africa, Asia, um, Europe, um, I guess that's pretty much uh, the Middle East, um, mm-hmm. well, uh, yeah, yeah, that they went on on this trip, and it's, it's um, kind of uh, earmarked so you can see which son did which trip. And um, when I got these, and I saved their emails because I just never knew if I'd see them again, that's how I worked, you know, weeks would go by sometimes, and they'd usually tell me I'm going to be out of cell phone contact. Um, but uh, I got this, let these emails out a few years ago, and I thought they were worthy of a book. The world has changed so much. Aleppo is, uh, Aleppo is, you know, been bombed to smithereens, and my son described how beautiful it was. What a gorgeous city. 
um, how how old it was and ancient um, the, the castle and um, the um, the zone that was marked off after the six day uh, war with Israel the uh, the uh, six day war I guess it was called um, and then the other one uh, who was more in Asia. Uh, Northern Africa and Southern Africa and the Middle East, um, just, you know, the things that they saw, the people that he, he said were just so beautiful and how hard the Tibetans had it and what uh, spirituality he is maybe listening, I don't know. He would have really, um, you know, he learned to meditate and appreciated the, the, uh, the value of meditation on that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, it just changed them in many ways. It, it was rough coming back in, but I think they are, I know they are, they are better, better men for all the... Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I love it. And as I um, had the privilege of reading your book, I appreciate the dialogue and the authenticity that's shared back and forth. I can feel your, your mother's heart of concern <laughs> and balancing, <laughs> wanting uh, to give them some guidance and check in. And they're growing and exploring and trying different things and even their perspective on things. They are definitely risk takers <laughs> And found all kinds of things they discovered along the way that they loved doing and um, became part of who they are. And it was really neat as a reader to experience that journey with them and, and with you. And um, I believe they both, what age were they when they started these this, this traveling experience that you write about? I think they were both 25. I, maybe one was 26. Uh, they'd been out of college about three years, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as I said, one was a teacher. Uh, the, uh, Colin was a teacher, so he had done quite a bit of trouble. Well, both of them had, really. I instilled that in them. That was a big thing with me um, because my mom gave me an opportunity. I wanted to make sure they had the same opportunity, especially since my husband does not like to travel, so I had to be the impetus for them to go places and explore the world. Uh, I lo- and, I, and I'm curious, as you're bringing this book forward, and we're launching the Kindle version on October 9th, again, I want to make every, sure everybody has it on the calendar, <laughs> because it's going to be offered the special rate of $1, which is just amazing that that's going to be available. I'd love to know what your son's think about this as their emails and some of the dialogue and the journey is being shared out in the world. I'd love it if you could share their thoughts about this. Well, Brennan, the older son, um, he was very mixed feelings about um, having personal stories go public. Um, but he, 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 not only let me publish his emails, but he gave me his journal. There's a picture of the journal, and occasionally some of the um, information, you know, I've kind of taken it from the journal or it's conversations we had that support an email or clarify an email. Um, I think um, he's okay with it now. I'm, I'm pretty careful and not, um, well, for instance, he, you know, they partied. I mean, they're young men, and some of the language they used, um, 
because they grew up in, I mean, they grew up, I grew up, too, in a house with three young, three young men, my husband and them. So they used to, you know, kind of use guy language, and they do it in emails, especially when they run into people who are real jerks. <laughs> um, but um, they, um, I forgot what, the, what I was saying, they... Um, yeah, the sharing some in. of... And the, oh, yeah. the sharing and, the, and being mm-hmm. afraid of what might go public. He's a little more comfortable with that now because he's read most of it. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably listening too. That's Brennan. But initially he was a little bit leery. The other son has been fine with it, Colin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so different reactions uh, for different reasons. Um, I had to uh, cover names up, change names with some of the uh, religious Arabs that they were friends with because of the, particularly the new, the new climate over there now. It's yeah. changed from uh, what uh, it used to be. And I don't know if it's okay if somebody's identified as a drinker, you know, if they're a practicing Muslim. Yeah. Um, well, I, I a lot love of them, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love the care in which you put it together and, and um, changing names to protect identities is needed and that your sons are supportive of you and um, that you are sharing this book with the world. And as our time is coming to a close, I'd love for you to share what you hope people gain from reading your book and enjoying it. Um, I, as I said, I think... There's so much to be learned uh, about the world and about each other by getting out and meeting the other. Um, some people live in situations where they're surrounded by people, you know, in, in a large city like New York, many ethnicities, and you work in an office with all kinds of people. Other cities like St. Louis are very um, compartmentalized. It's, it's, it's hard to get to know people from different backgrounds and religions and races if you live in certain parts of St. Louis. I mean, that's true anywhere in New York, too. That would be, would be true. And um, I, I think it's important. If you can't travel, and travel is becoming very reasonable now, um, and you can, you can ho- I said in um, something I wrote, a, a piece I wrote, you can, you can host an AFS student, you can go on a mission trip with your church, and they have scholarships often, you know, to take you down to, you know, Bolivia or wherever they may be going to help people who, um, you know, can't um, get hospital uh, needs in the, in the hospital. So you take down the packages. I did a trip like that to Nicaragua, and it was wonderful, very mm-hmm. basic. Um, it didn't cost much. Um, and Rick Steves, the uh, travel writer and, and um he thinks travel is so important that it might actually save the world. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I couldn't find more on... There was, was a quote I got out of the New York Times, an article that was written about him. But that's one extreme. I, I, I'm not sure it would save the world, but I think it would go a lot further than where we are now with people not getting along if everybody could travel and, and get around. and Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I feel like your book gives us a little bit of a virtual experience of travel. And you give some really great tips and ways that if budget is a concern of ways that you can um, travel and it kind of can expand that view. Because sometimes I think we have that myth that I can't afford it. And there's lots of ways you can do it if that's a calling on your heart and steps you can take. Um, So, Terry, I'm so excited about your book coming out on October 9th. Everyone put that on your calendar. We're excited about it, and I know that they, anyone who reads this book will have enjoy the journey and have their view expanded on the world. So thank you again for um, joining us today and sharing. And listeners, we're getting ready to go to our next commercial break. So remember, that's two thank minutes you. just for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. As we go to this commercial break, remember two minutes just for you. Give yourself that opportunity to stop, pause, breathe, and integrate what's being spoken into your heart and spirit. And we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in two minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. 
If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes that you had the opportunity to stop, pause, breathe, and integrate what is being spoken in your heart and spirit. We are talking with two amazing guests today that are supporting us in finding our balance in looking around the world, having a a bit more of a global perspective and where is our balance and our place in that? So we are going to continue our conversation and I'm going to be introducing our next amazing guest, John. So John Kaufman owns a marketing agency in the Silicon Valley. He's a number one international bestselling author. But his true passion is putting in robust water plants and systems in the developing world. And in doing so, He establishes and helps establish an enterprise in these areas, creating self-reliance and human dignity. His project, H2 Open Doors, is now operating in 11 countries and seeks to guide women to help themselves, lift themselves to the middle class within the first year of operation of each of these plants. So powerful. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful and dynamic John Kaufman to the show. Welcome. The applause is deafening. That's right. (laughs) Hands are raised. We're standing and excited. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to have you joining us today. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about why this is your passion, why H2 Open Doors and the work that you do with that is personally so important to you. Well, um, I guess I would answer that in, uh, in a consistent fashion with the way Terry was talking about her new book and her experience and the, and the prism of travel. There's, there's something extremely healing about travel. And for me, now I'm not, I'm not a person that, that gives advice, that likes to give advice, um, but I do like to invite people on whatever journey I'm on, and if they get anything out of it, great. But if I was to give a piece of advice about travel, it would be that at least once a year have tea in an elder's hut. Mm. And what that means to me is that um, you don't just travel, like take a princess cruise and be a beach whale on the, you know, in Thailand or something like that. But you really immerse yourself into the culture, and and the the idea of having tea in an elder's hut is something that shuts off this noise that we're escaping from. This I I, I think I would refer to it as the CNN Fox News prism of existence. Like, this is not life. Like, what you hear uh, in, in, the, in the normal media is not really what life is about. And the only way to turn that off is to, once a year, have tea in an elder's hut. Mm. Beautiful. I love that. And that can be in so many different ways and really deliberately choosing to shut some of that off and listen and connect on a real level. So beautiful. Um, and I love that from an elder, too, because there's so much to learn and grow from from those who have um, 
traveled in life a little bit longer than we have. There's so much value that they can and wisdom that they can pour into us and share into us. So beautiful. For sure. Now, would you mind sharing the seed that got planted that has become H2 Open Doors? Yeah. Um, in my book, Long Walk on a Dry Road, I, I kind of lead off with, how did I get into this? I mean, I'm, I'm running a marketing agency with two of my best friends. We've got 14 marketing professionals. I'm in the Silicon Valley. Um, everywhere I go, I, out of any garden hose in the Bay Area, I could drink the water and not die. Um, you know, what a, what a beautiful life that we have here in the United States and, and of course, California. Terry's from the Midwest, so I know she, uh, she understands, you know, what it's like. And uh, to be, uh, you know, with, with, around good, solid people uh, in the Midwest, but, but the uh, atmosphere in California, wow, it can't be beat. And um, I was on a trip with my sister. We were on a cruise line uh, in between her chemo treatments. She passed away actually the day Michael Jackson died. Um, so it's, it's been a while, but she died of ovarian cancer. But she fought it bravely for about four, almost five years. And in between her chemo treatments, we'd always take off someplace and do something fun. And on one of these last trips, because she was growing frail, we were on a cruise ship, Carnival, I mean, not a Carnival, a Royal Caribbean cruise line. And we were, we were docked outside of Labadee, which is an island uh, or a little peninsula off of Haiti which they didn't say so in the brochure. I mean, wow. So we get off on Labadee, and the cruise ship owns this port, and we had uh, marimba bands and a huge feast, and we're, we're like that beached whale I was describing, looking out um, at, the, uh, at the hotel called the Royal Caribbean um, out on the horizon. And then when we're about to return to the ship on the tenders, um, the cruise director is... is is making a big point not to look back. Don't look back. Look forward. You'll get seasick. So, of course, my sister Jay and I did the opposite because that's who we were. And we're looking back at where we, whence we had came or wherest we had came or whatever the word is. And there's about a thousand Haitians, you know, families with children on the mother's back and so on, coming through the jungles into the festival grounds that we were just at, gleaning through the garbage cans, picking out chicken wings, half-eaten chicken wings and corn on the cob and feeding it to, to their children and eating it themselves. And both, both Jay and I were burst into tears because the, the discrepancy between, uh, you know, this luxury that we enjoy in our lives, even though she was dying, and what we were witnessing with the kind of hell on earth that, that these folks were living was just incredible that it prompted me to make a, a pledge to her, a vow. As we all um, are, are uh, find ourselves in the position of doing, to somebody that we feel like we're about to lose, and I was definitely about to lose her, and I said, Jay, I'm going to do something about this. And I didn't know what, but for the next four years, she, she had been gone, and so for the next four years, I kind of flailed around trying to find how I could contribute to solving this kind of grinding global poverty, generational poverty. And... Um, and I, I found that with, uh, with water, and I, I became involved in the water space and trying to affect, um, uh, you know, doing, doing water in a different way than most NGOs were doing. 
Thank you for sharing. And listeners, I hope as you have heard him share from his heart what prompted um, this calling to to make a difference. And then the vehicle he found to make a difference is um, through water and developing water systems. And John, I'd love for you to um, share a little bit of how that's translated. How do these water systems help change these generational challenges and poverty, and particularly women. I know women and children are sometimes the most affected in this space. I'd love for you to take a, a moment or two and share about that. Absolutely, and I and I just returned with 28 friends uh, from the Maasai Mara in Kenya where we installed a water plant to be run completely 100% by the women. This is the first time since the 15th century that the women of the Maasai have had any kind of responsibility for the money that they make. And in this particular plant, it's going to be at least $100,000 a year in revenue from the sale of purified water. And in order to get something like that done, and we've done 30 of these um, so far throughout the world, I had to find the technology that could support a robust water enterprise. And I found this in uh, Colorado, a company called Innovative Water Technologies makes an amazing system called the SunSpring, which is a solar and wind-powered membrane system that virtually needs no electricity, no fuel, no chemicals, and it actually removes the bacteria and viruses and other particulates from any source of water, lake, a river, a well, municipal feed, and creates perfect purified water while leaving the essential electrolytes in place. Mm. And then in our model, what we do is we, we, we have that water bottled into five-gallon refillable family-sized bottles, and then we distribute it. One of the things that was bothering me about the way most water NGOs operate is, okay, you've put in a water point someplace, but yet still the women are walking five miles with water on their heads. So really, what have you accomplished? So our rather revolutionary idea was bring the water to the people as opposed to the people to the water. And so that's what we're establishing. It's an ecosystem of getting the water that you and I enjoy here in the United States to the poorest of the poor on the planet because only by accident of birth do we have what we have, and they have to go into the river and scrape up whatever water that they can get that's available to them. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I know we're just scratching the surface here of um, all that H2 Open Doors does. And so um, at the end of the show, we're going to let you know how you can learn more, um, dig in, and possibly even get involved. Because I know this has opened up pathways to bring in medical care and educational resources um, and many, many more things into those communities, really supporting uh, women and children and the whole community so it's just really powerful work so appreciate all that you're doing around the world and wanted to see if you have a piece of advice and tip with all that you're doing (laughs) how are you finding balance on like the banana peels (laughs) that you were talking about um how are you finding (laughs) balance in all of this i i think it really is a balance um as i said upon reflection of uh, a balance of introspection and of uh, service to others because, you know, too much of one can be rather spiraling mm-hmm. and, and restricting. And you can find 
if you if you have those two two perspectives in front of your head, I'm only speaking for myself. When I have those two uh, perspectives, um, then when I find myself getting too much into one or the other, I can retreat to to one of those, which are a safe harbor for me. That's what seems to work for me. You know, people find the uh, introspection uh, at church. People find that in their synagogues. They find it in reading some of the great books um, about, you know, this kind of topic that, you know, Rebecca, your organization and Media Empire is, uh, is just filled with um, uh, teachings and, and uh, guidance about. Um, and if you find yourself too much on the service side where all you're doing is giving and giving and giving, if, if you're not careful, you'll find yourself pretty drained and, you know, you have to give to yourself as well. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, what's, uh, that's what helps me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate that. And listeners, as we get ready to go to our next commercial break, I want to encourage you to think about what's been spoken into your heart and spirit, what Terry has shared with you, what John has shared with you. And I want you to think about when you're looking at balance, where are you in that? How are you finding your balance? I love what John just shared. I think that's great for you to reflect on. Um, And as we go to this commercial break, take a moment to stop, pause, and listen and see what you discover and how you can perhaps step a little bit more in balance. Um, I appreciate what you shared. It's great for me to think about, too, and reflect on all these things. All of us are on a journey growing and learning and expanding and rediscovering that balance. And it's so important we take those moments to do that. So enjoy these two minutes, and we'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. 
get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes. Um, and we have... Um, a special guest that has just um, joined us and we want to make sure I deliver my promise that I give you contact information for everybody but I also wanted to give this special guest an opportunity to say hi um, so Colin I would Colin is one of Terry's two sons <laughs> so Colin welcome excited to have you calling in hi thank you for having me Absolutely. And Colin, I'd love for you to share um, how you, we have a really short time, so I'd love for you to share what was on your heart and why you leaned to leaned into calling in and joining us today. Um, well, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to my mom on publishing her book. And um, always, uh, it's always a nice thing to call your mother. Um, <laughs> specifically, I... <laughs> Very much, uh, I'm, I'm grateful to my parents for the way that they raised me, and in particular, their willingness to um, send me abroad when I was young and to encourage my love of travel, even though it was not necessarily the least stressful option for them. I know that <laughs> my habits in traveling were sometimes taxed them emotionally and anxiety-wise, but they still encouraged me, and I, I I'm a huge supporter uh, of anybody who's looking to broaden their horizons or to encourage positive developments in their kids to to do the same. And um, that's why I called in. Thank you so much for sharing. I, I just celebrate that. We're excited about Terry's book launch, your mom's book launch on October 9th. Thank you so much for calling in and joining us today. Yes, thank well, you. It was dear. my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And then, as promised, um, and we're going to have to be super fast because I want to make sure we give everyone's contact information. Terry, can you share uh, the title of your book again and how people can follow you and uh, gain, get in touch? Um, my book is These Boys Are Killing Me Travels and Travails with Sons Who Take Risks. And um, you can email me at Terry Mull, my, uh, T-E-R-R-Y, the first three letters of my last name, Terry Mull, NYC, at gmail.com, and that's NYC for New York City. Perfect. Um, my website is terrybakermulligan.com, and I'm on Facebook with that also. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And, John, how can we connect with you and uh, take things to a deeper level? Well, you can learn all about uh, upcoming expeditions and uh, all sorts of content about and videos about H2 Open Doors at H2 Open Doors. That's H, the number two, opendoors.org. And uh, daily updates on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash 
H2 Open Doors. Perfect. Thank you. Listeners, it has been a privilege having you join us today as we get ready to go back out into the world. I want to encourage you to take two minutes to process what is being laid on your heart and spirit. And may you choose to bloom where you're planted, expand your traveling sphere, and shine. Have a beautiful week, everyone. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider, next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a beautiful week, and may you always bloom where you're planted and shine.